You know, as we as we begin this new year, as we begin 2019, I began to think back over the month of December. And year after year, I, I often wonder the struggle that folks go through. The struggle that we all, at some level, face. Because the truth is, the world that we live in desires for us more than I think we even want for ourselves. As we begin this month of January, I wanted to spend some time just talking about Jesus. And then as I thought about it more, I thought, you know, when we preach about Christ, we'll tell folks, Jesus is the one you should follow. Jesus is the one you need in your heart. Jesus is the one that should be at the center of your life. For many of us, at one point or another, we might have had the opportunity to have that conversation with someone, a family member, a neighbor. We've tried tirelessly to explain to them the importance of Jesus in their lives, and yet, for whatever reason, it seems to fall on deaf ears. It doesn't go much further than our lips. Today, I wanted to wrestle with this very question. Why is Jesus better? The world we live in wants nothing more than for us to follow the world. I mean, think about it. The world desires for us to have more, to consume as much as possible. And when we've consumed enough, we need to consume even more. We see that more and more in the month of December, don't we? Or the months leading up to it. Christmas begins earlier and earlier every year, it seems like. Because it seems like it's not anymore about Christmas as we know it, but it's more about going out and spending as much money as possible so that we could have as much stuff as possible, so that we could give away as much stuff as possible. The world versus Jesus, it's a tug of war. And the truth is for all of us, even for us who follow Christ, it's a tug of war that we battle probably more greatly than others. Because we know the story of God. We know what God has done for us, for each of us, the gift that he gave us in the Christ child. Yet, yet there is some truth in the fact that for each of us, we wrestle with following Jesus or following the way of which the world desires for us to go. We heard two passages this morning. One out of the Gospel of Luke, but the other out of the Gospel of Matthew. Today is Epiphany. The day on which the Magi arrive at the Christ child. We hear this story of them arriving in Bethlehem arriving to see King Herod. And they ask King Herod, where is the Christ child? Where is the king? Herod, understanding what is happening, looks to them and he says, listen, go find the child. And when you do, when you do, come back and tell me so that I may go and pay homage to him. And yet... 
as the world wants us to do, it wants us to go find the Christ child and come tell the world. Not for the fact the world wants to go and pay homage to Jesus, but so that the world can find new ways to deceive each of us away from God. Because that's what Herod wanted to do. It was about the deceit, the trickery. He wanted the Magi to do his work for him so that he could still remain in power, still remain king of the land of Judah. And yet, yet the Magi, as they arrived at the Christ child, realized very, very quickly, almost instantly, maybe even before they arrived, that this was a gift from God for them and for the world. And they had a choice. Worship this child, have the child become the center of their lives, or return back to the way they came, back to King Herod, back to the world. And I realize for all of us, even me included, there are days in our lives when we struggle with that very question. Do we continue on the path of Jesus or do we get distracted by the world and follow the world for a brief moment? Do we give in to judgment or do we give in to hatred? Do we desire more and more for ourselves and our families to go and to consume and to consume or do we simply say, Jesus is enough. Jesus is all I need. When we come to the Gospel of Luke, we hear of John. John has been out preaching about repentance, calling for the people of his day to repent of their sins and follow God. Now there's a significant difference between what John was doing and what Jesus comes and do, does. John simply wanted people to repent. That's all he wanted. That's all he desired. He didn't ask them to leave their jobs. He didn't go to the tax collectors and say, you need to get up from this and go and follow follow me. John wanted none of that. He just wanted the people to repent. When he baptized those in the Jordan River, it was just by using water. And when John was asked, are you the one that we are to follow? John said, no, I am, I am not. And Jesus comes along and John, recognizing what Jesus is doing, still even John, who knows, still questions. Still wants to make sure this is the real deal. Because if he's going to jump all in, if he's going to go all in with all he's got, he, he even wanted to make sure that it was going to be worth it. And so he sends two of his disciples to Jesus and he sa they say to Jesus as we hear, are you the one or is there someone better coming along? Is this the one we should invest in or should we wait for the next one? Because is there something better coming along? Even the disciples, as they ask that question, they see the miracles that he is doing. Giving sight to the blind. Healing the lepers. And yet they still question, are you the true one? 
maybe you've had conversations with those in your family even, a neighbor, when you tried to explain to them, Jesus is the one to follow. And they'll look at you like, okay, that's great, but what does it get for me? What do I get out of this? Why should I spend my days reading scripture, my days in prayer? Why, why should I invest in the church of Jesus Christ? Why should I give my time? What they're really saying is they want to know for sure that what they are about to step into is real. The world has broken all of us. For the truth is, for a lot of us in this world, and maybe even for all of us here today, we want hope. We want to be reassured that our loved ones will be safe and protected. We even want healing provided. But yet, even though we know where all that comes from, we still at times might question, is Jesus really enough? Is Jesus really better than what the world can provide for me? Because the world can give me what I need. The world has amazing hospitals. The world can give me the food I desire. It can give me the car I want or the house I need. It can provide me the happiness I seek. I just go out and get it. The world tells me, if you want it, go get it. Because the world will give to you. And yet time and time again, I have heard, even I have wrestled with, but I just, it just isn't enough. For years, I, I worked in jobs where I made enough money. I had the nice house. I had whatever I needed right at my fingertips. Yet there was always, always something missing. There would come a day when I would look around at all my stuff and I would wonder, what does this really get for me? Because the truth is, there'll come a day when I will leave this place and none of this goes with me. Truth is, I will leave this place and the people I love, will they be with me? And then I got to asking myself the very question, maybe it's not about whether they will be with me, but will I be with them? And then I began to realize the answer to all of those questions was found in Jesus. Was found in Jesus. Jesus asked the crowd these questions. Did you go out in the wilderness to look to look for something? Or did you just go because you knew God was there? What did you go out and see? Did you go out and look for someone that was dressed fancy? Or did you just go because you knew God was there? Did you go out and hope that there would be a prophet to tell you all about God 
Jesus tells the crowd and he tells us, yes, yes, John is a prophet, but John is so much more. Because John prepared the way for me, he says to the crowd. For I am the one to hear, to tell you, to speak to you, to teach you how much you are loved by God. So I think the question that we have to begin as the followers of Christ to wrestle with is how, how shall we live in this world? Shall we ourselves find ourselves imprisoned to the world and the demands the world asks of us? Or shall we be imprisoned to Jesus Christ, allowing our whole life to be focused on Him? All the decisions we make, all the comments we say, all centered on Him, centered on love and of peace. So that when we speak, we create hope in others. So that when we smile, we pass on the love of Christ to each other. Or shall we do as the world says, and I shall fight for myself. I shall stand up for me first. Because I need to take care of me above all else. I think that is our challenge in this year ahead. The world truly needs Jesus. I think all of us in this room probably would agree to that. They need to know they are loved. They need to be reminded of hope in their lives. Because when they have those things, the healing they seek will be provided. The peace they desire, it will be granted. Because it all comes from Him. Jesus sent those two disciples back to John. With a message that John was doing as he was called. And that because he was living for God first, because he was doing that, the world was transformed through him by the promise of the Holy Spirit that God was sending through Jesus Christ. My hope, friends, for you and for me in this coming year is that all that we do, both as a church both as a family and as individuals, we do all because of Jesus. All to create hope in our community. All to share the love of God with each other so that peace descends upon us all. And that we and those around us recognize that we are all beloved children of God. Friends, that is my prayer for you and for me. That is my prayer for this community we live in. That all that are here, no matter how close they are to God today or how far they are away 
that they recognize that between the world and themselves, between the world and Jesus, that it is Jesus Christ, it is through him that they will find the hope, the love, and the peace they seek. Amen. Mm -hmm.